Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Friday. Mike Schoep and the Bulldogs, Sal Capaccio, our roundtable coming your way right now on WGR. Can I get away with, just to start a conversation, not being taken too literally with, uh, is this the biggest game ever? Because it just kind of feels like the biggest game ever. Sal Bulldog and I took a wrong turn earlier in the show down to Dark Alley. Uh, A little bit of a, what will this be if they lose? A little stretch of the show. Shudder to think about it for different reasons. Still trying to shake it off. (laughs) Still trying to find the car after getting lost down that street earlier. But I don't know. Like, it's the end of the week almost, uh, and we've we've said, tried to encapsulate how big this game is many different ways. It just feels like about as big as it gets. I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about other than the fact that, yes, this is a very big game <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, it's really big, and I think – you know, you're always caught in the moment because if you win this game, you got another one to play, right? I mean, it's not it's not the Super Bowl. It's not even the AFC Championship. It's the divisional round. But considering these histories, um, the two quarterbacks, what has happened the last few years, yeah. I mean, even traditionally, it's two AFL teams, and they go back a long way, and they've had battles, and they've played in the playoffs even prior to the last few years, back in the 90s, when the Chiefs came to Buffalo a couple of times, right? I mean, there's just, there's so much here, legacies, you know, um, you know, changes in coaching staffs or players or whatever can be impacted by what happens in these types of games. You go back all the way back, and the Chiefs beat the Bills to go to Super Bowl One. <coughs> so, I mean, <laughs> that's, right. that's about as old school as it gets uh, that's right. there, you know, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it feels, Sal, to me, I mean, I, I don't even know really what is what this is to say. They just have to find a way to win this game. You know, I mean, it, it's it's set up for them. Um, yes, they've got adversity in the form of injuries and a short week, and the Chiefs are rested and healthier. But we've been waiting for them to have to come here for a playoff game, and here it is. It's maybe not the exact perfect scenario where the Bills are the one and have the rest and all that. Um, and they paid a price for having to pay uh, play last week with all the injuries they suffered in that wild card game. But all that said, this is the team that's been in the way during this the, the early part of Josh Allen's career and this this Super Bowl window being open. And you know, just you just got to find a way to get it done. 
Yeah, I agree. By the way, you know what they say, Bulldog? Every 30 years, the Bills and Chiefs meet in the playoffs for rights to go to Super Bowls or championship games, right? I mean, that's what it is. 64, 94, whatever. You know, we're here. We're here. 30, yeah. 30 years. 20, 2053, 2053, 2054. Mark it on your calendars, everyone. Um, listen, the also, I've been those games have all, these, all been yes. in Buffalo. <laughs> Maybe yeah, 2054 yeah, will be the go. year Kansas City finally gets a home game. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know, I, I go on these shows throughout the week and like you guys do and, you know, you have other markets or national shows reach out to you. And, you know, that that is something that's been asked this week. And I say, yeah, we've been talking about it, which is, you know, is this the game they have to win to kind of atone for what happened a couple of years ago? And was that the best look they've had at it? And I say, yeah, I generally think that two years ago was the best look they've had at it, um, you know, having a lead with 13 seconds left and ultimately not winning the game. I think that was the best team in this kind of, you know, iteration of the Bills. Mm -hmm. But when I think about it a little deeper, you know, now might be even better, a better look because they're at home and they have an ability here to, you know, you have the Chiefs. And yes, I know Lamar Jackson's out there, no CJ Stroud, but you had Joe Burrow and what they were doing at that time. And yeah, they went to Kansas City and they won. So this might be the best look at it. This might be a better look. And I'll be honest, as really nice as that team was, this team might have a little more depth than that team. Um, especially because these players, a lot of them, they were in their first or second year around that time. Yeah, they had some veterans, but they got guys now who've been through that. And now they're in their primes or a little bit past or whatever, and they're older, and they're three years or two years older than that. They've gone through it. So... I could push back on the notion that that team was so much better. Josh Allen even, right? He's gotten better since then. I, I think the top-end talent, what they had, and how they were scoring points, and Brian Dable and what he was doing with the offense, for sure. Like, that was just a magnificent team. But I think what Sean McDermott's done with this defense, how they've patched together the depth that they've shown to be able to overcome a lot of these injuries, mm-hmm. I, I could push back on the notion that that team was so much better because I think on that side of the ball, they may be better you know, equipped to handle these kinds of things. Right. What 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 they had was the opportunity to come home and play the AFC title game. That's and right. That that's what they lost there. And you know, we'll we'll see if they have that opportunity with a win uh, on Sunday. We'll know we'll know, of course, on Saturday night whether that's the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I I, I, I like your point here. I, I I said all week leading up to the wild card game with Pittsburgh, this is as good a look as they've had at it because they are going to be home for two weeks. And they don't have to go to Arrowhead. I mean, in 20, when they were home for two weeks, we knew that that was looming out there. They're going to have to go to the Mm -hmm. Chiefs if they get there and the Chiefs get there. And sure enough, that's what happened. And the Bills really, you know, that that was not, you know, that was not a particularly close game as it wore on. The Chiefs really kind of ran away from them. So being home, the Bengals being out is a big part of that point about this being the best look they've had at it because that's another team that you just don't have to deal with. And they've they've kind of been, you know, it's only a couple games, but they've kind of been kryptonite to the Bills. Yeah, and if I rewind back to that year, you're right. Like everybody knew, man, if you win, you still got to go to Kansas City. That's really tough. You know, AFC Championship, that's going to be a really, really tough mountain to climb. We saw what that team was. That team came here to Buffalo with no fans that year, right? And we saw, you know, how, how good they were. I don't get the same sense. No disrespect to the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think anyone's thinking like that. You know, it's like, hey, if the Ravens are home, yeah, you got to go there. That's a challenge. But the Bills can beat that team. They've We've seen that happen. The Bills have beat 
the Ravens in their stadium in the regular season and here in Buffalo in the playoffs. The Bills under Sean McDermott have done a good job against Lamar Jackson. And if you get the Texans at home, oh my gosh, C.J. Stroud, a rookie quarterback in the cold coming up to Buffalo. Like That's why I think that this game is so big because there's a there's a feeling of optimism of you get past this game, you got a really good chance to get to the Super Bowl. And the other part about all of this is the team on the other side just doesn't seem like the same team, right? They're, they've had their struggles. Yes, they can still put together a really nice game like they did last, sun, last Saturday night against the Miami Dolphins, but the Chiefs are not the same Chiefs that we've really seen over the last few years, especially on that side of the ball. I think defensively they're very good, and they've improved a lot, but they're not the same juggernaut that we've seen over the last few years. That has been true throughout this season. But I think you would also say, like, what, what I where I end up with Kansas City is, you know, it's like the Belichick Brady teams where you can you just never want to rule them out. And last week they were good. Rice has developed. They're pretty healthy. Their defense is excellent. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes and Kelsey are so proven that you know the Bills will do well if the Chiefs look like they looked in twelve of their games this year offensively and they're scoring around 20 points that's you, you would take that but with what they've proven through their history and bills deficiencies defensively the possibility also exists that you know <laughs> you're you're in deep uh, against this offense yeah. so i'm not i'm not um i'm not necessarily expecting you know what i saw when i watched kansas city play the raiders on christmas and they couldn't get first downs I hear you, and no, I, I, I mean, no, I'm not certainly not counting them out. I, don't, I would think that would be a big mistake for anybody. But I do think there's something to them having to be in this situation for the first time and coming to Buffalo. And I do, you know, I, I said it all week. I, I know what it's like at Arrowhead. I've been on that field plenty of times. I know how tough it is to get the calls in, to get to the line of scrimmage, to make your checks. And I just think that is a really big deal in this game in the Bills' favor because the Chiefs will have to deal with that when they have not had to deal with that at all in the playoffs under Patrick Mahomes and not only at all anywhere, but now here at this stadium, which can get as loud as any place in the league. It's very much like Arrowhead. I think they're very similar in that regard. And I think on the other side of the ball is the same thing with the Bills' offense having the ability to communicate a little more And if Josh Allen wants to get out of something, check into something, out of something, I think those little things should matter in this game. At the end of the day, you got to go execute, right? Can't be throwing the ball to the other team, and you got to make tackles, and all those things that go into winning football games. That's true. But this is the situation you've been preparing for and wanting for because all those little things that go into having the home field advantage. I, I like this point a lot from the, like you're talking about like just the mechanics of it, like you know, right yep. making calls and switching up things if you want to. And I think just on the field, the the offensive tackles for the Chiefs is maybe a, a weak link on the entire team, and that that crowd noise should also be a factor or c- could also be a factor there and I like the Bills to be able to get off and and maybe get after Mahomes in a way that it's just flat out harder to do at Arrowhead. That's right. And look, the the Bills are the more banged up team. Of course they are. I mean this is a tough spot for them. They have a lot of injuries which we can talk about. But the Chiefs have a couple sneaky injuries that are gonna, you know, be uh things that could, you know, impact them, including one of those um tackles 
has been ter- declared out, Wanye Morris. Now, he's not the starter, but he's the backup. And the uh, Juwan James, right, he's the tackle that has all the, the, um, the penalties on the year. That's one. You know, and then you have... Um, their other their other offensive tackle, his name escapes me. Um, he he hasn't been all that great this year. So yeah, and the, that depletes their depth a little bit. And then on top of that, guys, we all know the story of their wide receivers this year, right? Their wide receivers just have been really consistent. They haven't helped out Patrick Mahomes. And you get Cardarius Tony and Justin Ross are both questionable to play in this game. So even if they do play, maybe they're not completely one hundred percent. Sky Moore, not that he's been a big contributor or anything, but that would help with depth if you had him. He's been put on IR today. So there are a few little things here that mm-hmm. you know could impact their offense as well from an injury standpoint. Donovan Smith, by the well, way. Well, let's the break down the Bills in right. Yeah. Donovan Smith, Jawan Taylor, right? Kansas City. Yep. Jawan James, I said it's Jawan Taylor. Thank you. Sorry about that. Let- Let's break down the Bills' injury list here because um, yeah. it's, it's, it's right to. It's necessary. Uh, Sean McDermott told you this morning on WGR, four players ruled out. These guys had not been practicing. Davis, Rapp, Spectre, and Benford. Uh, can you go through them and just sort of the, the magnitude of each loss? Maybe Rapp is sneaky, uh, you know, damaging. He had a good game. Yeah. He clinched the Miami game the Sunday night, but was hurt on that play. Missed Pittsburgh and the Bills' depth that you talked a lot about here already, really being tested. For sure. And, yeah, so on the offensive side, just, you know, Gabe Davis, you know, we know what he's done against Kansas City. Is there anything to read into that? You know, how they've defended the Bills? It's given opportunity for Gabe Davis to have these big games? Sure. I think you could look at it that way. Um, it, it's not a huge loss as far as, you know, where they can spread the ball around. I think Khalil Shakir has really stepped up, obviously. I would expect Andy Isabella to be elevated. But you might need a guy like Trent Sherfield to catch a couple passes in this game, right? Now, Stefan Diggs was limited, and Sean McDermott said he had a foot injury last week that something else popped up throughout the week with the foot injury. But he was at practice today, and from the video I saw, I wasn't down there because we had the, the show in the studio today at the to- at time, little time before that. Anyway, there was some video from other media members, and seemed like he was bouncing around and stuff. He has no injury designation. He was limited, but it is something to keep an eye on. Um, so yeah, that, that could impact that side of the ball. The other side, I, I, I can't believe still that Terrell Bernard might actually play. I have no idea. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. That appears to be a true game-time decision. But in the meantime, they are hurting at depth because Bale Inspector has been declared out. So, yeah, that's something that hurts you with depth-wise if you don't have Bernard. If you have Bernard and Specter is out, it's not nearly as big of a deal. But if you're already down your starting linebacker, the guy who filled in for the other linebacker last week is out because that's Bale Inspector who filled in for Tyrell Dodson. Um, Taylor Rapp, you're right. Sneaky loss there because now, you know, your third safety, we talked about this for a couple weeks, guys, your third safety becomes Cam Lewis. When you play dime defense, Cam Lewis comes in. That's fine. I like Cam Lewis. But if something were to happen to Taron Johnson or he doesn't clear protocol in time, which he's optimistic of, it seems like he should be able to do that, then you got to move Cam Lewis now to slot corner and DeMar Hamlin becomes your next up safety. So it is a ripple down effect when it comes to that position. And then the last one, um, I, I think Christian Benford is a, is a loss, right? I mean, that's a, that's a good player. He's played really well this year. But you could do a lot worse than Dane Jackson as a backup. And honestly, in this game, even though, yes, the Chiefs, the way they throw, you'd love to have Benford available. you got to tackle in this game. Pacheco is a guy who runs really hard. And Dane Jackson's actually a good tackler on the corner. So I trust him in that, in that space, in that regard. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think 
you know, getting Douglas back is a nice boost there too. So you know, yeah, you'd love to have your your full your full complement of guys, but I feel like Douglas back offsets Benford going out. Um, and I yeah. and I too, I feel pretty good about uh, about Dane Jackson. I'm I'm curious what if Bernard can't go, what they'll end up doing at linebacker. The what, what are the options, right? Is it just down to three guys? Dotson has no designation, so I assume he's going to be there. Dorian Williams is healthy, and then I've got AJ Klein. And I just wonder, because of the style of offense, maybe it's just one of those things they'll have to get a look at how it's going. Um, Because, like, Williams, I feel like athletically could be the closest comp to Bernard, but he's a rookie, and there could be, you know, like, that could be exploited. There could be a mistake. Maybe Reed uh, and Mahomes would even, like, target that and and exploit it. Um, But I I wonder what they'll do. Maybe mix and match, uh, because Williams maybe has the potential – to, to be a story in this game if he gets the chance either way, right? If he plays a lot, he could make a glaring mistake, but he also could make a big play for them that I don't know that Klein in the passing game is capable of making. I agree with that a lot. If they if um if Bernard can't go, we already know Spectre can't, yes, I would fully expect it to be AJ Klein calling the defensive signals as the Mike linebacker and Tyrell Dodson playing the Will linebacker spot. Um his normal spot. So I I wouldn't expect you know. I, so you're really only changing out one guy there. But there's a difference between Bernard and Klein, obviously, in coverage. And I think that the Chiefs would test them. The Chiefs would want to target that area, see what they can do against him. Um, I would think that Dorian Williams would be, you know, a backup, and he might have to learn and know both spots here. Now, yep. if something were to happen to Klein, you could move Dodson over to Mike, and you could put Williams at will. That's fine, you know. But you might have to have all three guys kind of be ready to play any of these positions. And I've said all week, and I do wonder: Do the Bills play a little more dime in this game? Now, again, going back to what I said about not having Taylor Rapp, you would use right. Cam Lewis, which is fine. But maybe do you use Jordan Poyer up at the linebacker level even a little more than traditional passing situations? Maybe that's a way to mitigate everything that's going on up there. So I think it's going to be really interesting if Bernard isn't able to go. And if he is, I still expect the Chiefs to test that because, I mean, that ankle injury looked really bad. And he said this week it's a re-aggravation of that slight ankle injury he had against the Chargers. If you remember that a few weeks ago, Christmas weekend. So if I'm the Chiefs, I'm probably targeting him in coverage and saying what can he do and what can't he do. Constructing the Game Plan is brought to you by Admire Construction Equipment and Supplies, official construction equipment supplier of the Buffalo Bills. Equipment you need when you need it. Well, this, I guess, has either already been said or goes without saying, but in, in, in this matchup, you just can you, – you have it in – you're in so tough because of who you're playing against. Mahomes, mm-hmm. Andy Reid, Kelsey, you know, the fact that they've had struggles at receiver – past rice and kelsey if you want to include him is is definitely true but man this is not the coach and the quarterback i want to be in this spot for i mean right it's, it's one thing to play the steelers who are the almost the polar opposite in terms of acumen <laughs> offensive coaching quarterback play you know and and the bills look it was a seven point game in the fourth quarter uh, against pittsburgh mm-hmm. as it started to look like they were going to lose everybody for a while there but there, there's no reason not to expect Kansas City to know just how at least to try to exploit the Bills' weaknesses. Plus, Sal, not to, not to paint such a negative picture here, but they, they've they had so much experience against each other 
that mm-hmm. no doubt Reed and, and Mahomes could, you know, remember and find even on film, obviously, you know, matchups involving Cam Lewis probably. Uh, I mean, Klein was active for the two playoff games in Kansas City, mostly played special teams. Every, Jackson, you know, every one of these guys. So um, really, we'll probably find out pretty early just what what the Bills are able to do to stop Kansas City from exploiting their weaknesses. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, one, you know, positive of all of it is, you know, against the Steelers, you're right. Once these guys started to go down, the Steelers, they started to move the ball. They took advantage of it. They noticed it. You have to remember, though, those guys were backups all week. In this case, at the very least, the thing that can help you is they're getting the game plan and they're taking the reps. Right? They're the guys all week who are in in that spot saying, okay, this is what we got to do. They're not getting limited reps. They're getting the majority of the reps. You know, to Robert Howard, even if he plays, he didn't he didn't practice all week. So it would be the backups. It would be the A.J. Klein there that would be getting his spot and his reps all week. A.J. Klein walked in off the street last week, I mean, literally, right? He was on vacation, and he came in, and he knows the defense. But at least there's some semblance of, okay, I get all the reps this week. You know, Dane Jackson, I get all the reps this week. He's not splitting reps. So I do think that helps, but you're right. The Chiefs are still going to be very smart about how they attack. They're going to know exactly what the Bills have. And, you know, on the other side of the ball, same thing for the Bills, right? They'll look and say, okay, Naughty's out. for the, That's one guy we didn't talk about. Naughty for the, um, for, the, for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, they already have a little bit of leaky run defense. We're, let's test them there. Let's see if they can stop us. We can focus our, our attention on Chris Jones. So all those little things are going to be tested early in this game. We'll talk more about the matchup from Josh Allen's standpoint and the Bills' offense as we continue on the roundtable today with Sal Capaccio, Mike Shope, and the Bulldog as well. Also, a check on the other three playoff games, divisional round games this weekend, and what we think might happen around the league. Stay tuned. More of the roundtable next after the update. This is WGR. Back Football Friday, Mike Shope and the Bulldog, Sal Capaccio, halfway ish through our roundtable that we hold every Friday from 5 to 6 Eastern. A lot of time so far here, today, all week on, especially with these injuries on defense, what it will all mean against Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City on your home field. And before we get to Allen against the Chiefs defense and what the Bills offense might want to do here, Sal, so... Two names that don't come up as starters, but were on the field last week in a pinch, Kyer Elam, DeMar Hamlin. Would you expect both to be active for this game, and what role might Elam play if not just, you know, in case of emergency? Yeah, I would. I mean, they are the next guys up. They're traditionally inactive. We already know we have four guys going to be inactive. They're only going to have – you figure, okay, so the way it works roster-wise, you get two elevations, so that gets your roster to 55. Out of the 55, you can have 48 active. That includes, if as long as you have eight offensive linemen, which they'll do. So that leaves seven inactives. We already know four of them. We already know that Gabe Davis isn't playing. Taylor Rapp isn't playing. <clears throat> um, who are the other two? Christian Benford and who am I missing here? Spectre. Um, Spectre, thank you. Spectre. So we know those four are inactive. So we only get three more inactives. Traditionally, Alec Anderson is an inactive. And you'll get probably um, one of the defensive linemen, you know, usually a defensive end, uh, Kingsley Jonathan, someone like that. So one more, don't know where that's going to come from necessarily. It could be another defensive lineman. But to me, 
you're still you're going to the game. You got to have four safeties ready. So we know that wraps out. That leaves Demar Hamlin as a guy that's got to play. Poyer, Hyde, Lewis, and Hamlin. And you'd go into the game. You're not going to leave yourself with only four cornerbacks, especially on the boundary with that situation with Benford being out. So Elam would be the next backup. He'd be the third boundary corner behind Russell Douglas and Dane Jackson. So yeah, I expect both those guys to be active. And to me, those would be their roles. They'd be the next guy up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At both positions. Yes. uh, Just to follow up, your confidence level or what you think the Bills is in Elam beyond the obligatory, you know, he... He's next, so we need him. He did make the big play last week. I guess it's still this week, Monday, in the wild card game. That interception was a really nice job. Uh, Pittsburgh went after him there, and they got they got beat doing that. Um, where do you think he's at? Like, if he's on the field in this game, would you be especially worried? I'd be concerned. Yeah, I think the I think the Chiefs would target him. I think they'd go after him, and I think he's a boomer bust type player. Uh, that you know he can make a play, and he has picked off Patrick Mahomes. It was a kind of a jump ball in the end zone from her last year when the Bills played there. Um, but you know, I think he's also a guy that you know we saw what happened in London against Calvin Ridley when he had to cover him so much. Now he also says, you know, he he spoke last week after the game about how injured he really was with his foot. And remember, they put him on IR for a little while there, so that's encouraging that he feels a lot healthier now. But yeah, I think that um, the Chiefs would probably go after him and target him if he has to play. But Hey, he's on the team, and to me, he'll be active, and he'll be the guy that has to be pressed into duty. You can do things to help him out. You can, you know, uh, slide some coverage there, double cover guys. I think the good news here would be you're not talking about a world-beating wide receiver group either, right? Even if they matched up Rasheed Rice on him, you know, Rasheed Rice still has to get open and make catches. So, you know, there it's not it's not facing you know the best wide receiver talent in the league, but you're still facing Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes who would probably go after him. Right. Mike already alluded to it. So looking at the Bills attacking Kansas City here, is there uh, – we, we know they've had, you know, a, done a good job on Diggs uh, even earlier this year. No Davis. 
Um, how, how do you think the Bills want to attack Kansas City? Like, what's their what, – what, what, do they have an equivalent to what the middle of the field could be for the Bills on defense without Bernard? I think they need to attack in the run game and use James Cook in the passing game. I think it could be a James Cook game. To me, that's where I – that's my attention. If I'm Joe Brady, I want to get James Cook as involved in this game. If you remember last time they played, James Cook had a really nice day. He had a game. He had a good game running. He had a good game catching. He had that catch down the seam. I think there's going to be opportunities. This is a very heavy blitzing defense. They're going to go after the Bills. A lot of times that can leave you maybe keep them in, keep your running back in. It can also leave a one-on-one situation with James Cook somewhere down the field. It can also lead to maybe you know confusion if you do things right, which is how he got loose down the seam in that game. But you look at the Kansas City defense, it's been a little uneven against the run this year. And they are missing Nadi. He's been declared out. Uh, I took a look. He plays about 43 44% of their snaps. He's a starter. Um, the next closest guy, they're going to elevate um, uh, 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 I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But they're going to elevate from the practice squad. So they're going to have a, a situation there. Chris Jones is a problem. He's a really good player, but I would force them to defend the run. And look, if the Bills can control the game, uh, you know, with the run game, that would give Josh Allen even more opportunities because now the Chiefs have to decide if they really want to blitz. And if they do, you know, the Bills can catch him in the run game. Or if they say, you know what, we just can't, we got to sit back a little bit, you know, that would be a little better. And obviously, if you start moving up your safeties because you have to stop the run, that would open up some things downfield for Josh Allen and the uh, Bills offense. I guess just in and around those points, the way that the Bills' offense has become about running the ball, I mean, really stark how this has happened. It's not an accident. They've won almost every week. They're on a roll. I I doubt very much it's it's going to change. It's January, so everything sort of points to Cook and the Bills playing how they've been playing for more than a month here. Um, Again, like I know you've said a lot here around the – Bills offense versus the Chiefs D, but do you see, like, to put it one way, if James Cook's carries prop bet is 14 and a half, are you, like, decidedly on the over there? Would you, that's not why I'm asking, by the way. I don't have the, the app up. <laughs> is that the number? Find out, like, intel from Sal. Uh, it, it's around that if it's not exactly right. Yeah, I, I, I would think that, yes. But I also think Josh Allen becomes a factor in the run game. So whatever, you know, you think. Cook could have maybe you get Allen to get a few extra of those. Again, if they're in man-to-man defense, it's a perfect situation for Josh. That was what happened on the 52-yard run. Josh said they were in man-to-man. We didn't have a great man call on offense, so he took the opportunity to take off. And those things can happen, especially if you're blitzing. If they blitz and they don't get home, there's going to be seams for Josh Allen to run. So, yeah, I mean, I to me, this is a game where if you can control it with James Cook, yeah, I would think that you'd go over that number. But it might be more of a running by committee. You bring Ty Johnson in, you use Josh Allen. Maybe it's not James Cook getting all those carries, but I think the run game has to be something you lean on a little bit here to try and open up the passing game and to test them a little bit. Now, the last few games, they've been pretty good against the run as far as yards per carry. Um, But overall, I mean, they gave up a bunch early on, especially in the early on in the game against the the Raiders. Um, But you go back, middle of the season, kind of like right around when they were playing the Bills, they were giving up four and a half, five, five plus yards of carry on the ground. And again, I think that's an area where maybe you can try to test them a little bit. All right. Um, Allen and the big media narrative stuff here, Allen and this spot for him in his mm-hmm. career. I mean, that's really 
uh, one way, one easy way of illustrating just sort of how big this game feels. He has five playoff wins. His team, and I'm not making, I'm not making a QB wins point. All right, like this, the the, the loss, the 13 seconds loss for me is not on Allen. If I need to say that. But right. wins against Lamar Jackson in the COVID year. Before that, Philip Rivers uh, with Indianapolis. Since Mac Jones, Skylar Thompson, Mason Rudolph. I mean, these guys are lucky if they ever start another game. Uh, the losses: Watson, Mahomes two times, and then Burrow last year. That doesn't really mean a lot, but you know, here is Mahomes in his proverbial house. Sal, like, just this is this is when Josh Allen needs to be at his best. Agreed. I don't think it's particularly fair, but it's the way it is, right? That yep. Yep. you put it on the quarterback, you put these kind of games on their legacies, and can they beat the other guy? It's just the way we talk about things. And this is a spot where Josh Allen can do a lot to change a lot of that talk around him and getting over Patrick Mahomes and finally beating Patrick Mahomes. You know, and Mahomes doesn't have to. He's already got MVPs. He's got Lombardi trophies. He doesn't have to win this game. I mean, maybe there's some world where he loses and all of a sudden it's like, can Patrick Mahomes ever win a road playoff game? Like, come on. Like, maybe people will say something like that, right? I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen somewhere, somehow. But he doesn't need to win to improve any sort of – to prove anything. But, yeah, Josh Allen does. And even if he walks off the field with the lead late and the Bills lose, which would be tragic and heartbreaking, of course – if that happens, guess who's getting the finger pointed It can't win and can't beat Patrick Mahomes? It's going to be Josh Allen. It's going to be Sean McDermott. It's going to be Josh Allen. And it's not fair, but it's the way it is. It's the way we talk about these quarterbacks. Yeah. That's, why, that's why the first thing I said today, and I brought it up with you again uh, at the beginning of this hour, they just have to win. They just have to win yep. this game. That's, that's, that's right. it. They just have to. Otherwise, a lot of stuff it might even become like a runaway train. Uh, of opinion about not being able to get past the Chiefs. I mean, you got them yeah. here. You got to just do it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the the, the win would go a, such a long way. And I don't know. I mean, I would it erase two years ago? No, right? Because I think you still have to get, as you pointed out earlier, Bulldog. You still had the Chiefs at home and the the, the 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 Bengals at home in that year. You know, you still had such a great look at it. You know, if you win this game and you lose next week. You're still talking about a lot of the same things we've talked about, but at least you slayed a little bit of the dragon there, and you don't have to worry about that's the one team you can't get over. Now it just becomes winning. You just can't get there. You can't win. Um, and I know it was the Bengals last year. It wasn't the Chiefs, but this is the uh, this is the evil empire that you haven't been able to conquer in a lot of different ways. And the other part of it is, in a weird way, right, in a weird way, and I mean, it's great the Bills have beat them in Kansas City in the regular season. In a weird way, it's kind of worked against them because it's the, well, you can win in the regular season, but you can't win when it counts, right? I mean... Not that those games didn't count. They did. If they don't win that game in Kansas City, they're not home for this game. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the reality. So it did matter. It mattered greatly they won that game in Kansas City. It doesn't erase 13 seconds, but it, at least in a way, replaces it. And yeah. as the years go by, it'll just be about the totals. Brady and Manning, it's about the totals. We all remember yep. it was like Manning can't beat him, but then he did. And he's got two rings, and Brady has more, and you know, like they're both all-time greats. And that's sort of the track for these two guys, where you know, Allen could go down as one of the all-time greats, but he's going to have a tougher time being accepted that way if he doesn't get to Super Bowls and, and win a couple. 
And why, why don't mm-hmm. more people talk about how Jim Kelly only had one road playoff win in his, uh, in his career? People don't talk very often about that. Uh, at Miami, in what was a great game, AFC Championship after the 92 season. Uh, I've got trivia for you guys next, and we'll talk a little bit about the other uh, divisional round games as we continue here on the roundtable. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, with Sal Capaccio. This is WGR. Welcome back, Football Friday. Not football-related, but special hat tip or, you know, we are uh, bros to anybody who incorrectly guessed on Immaculate Grid Hockey today that Matt Sundin never had 100 points in a season for the Leafs. Mike Schopen, the Bulldogs, Sal Capaccio with us on the West Her Hotline. Let's first go around the league in a dash. The point is that it be a dash. So this should be quick. It's brought to you by Dash's Markets. Celebrating 100, not 100 points, 100 years, shop the family of finer foods. Three other games this weekend. Tomorrow, Houston at Baltimore, Green Bay at San Francisco, each home team off a bye, favored by 9.5. Early Sunday, early by, early, I mean 3 o'clock, on NBC, Tampa Bay at Detroit, just like we all expected before the season. Uh, Guys, favorite underdog, favorite pick? What do you see happening in one of these other games? Sal? Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Ooh. I guess I, I just want to, you know, pick the Texans as my favorite underdog because it'd be great to have that happen. And But I just I really do like C.J. Stroud. And, you know, I, I, I know the Ravens have been a juggernaut this year, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think if, my, if I'm using my head, I probably would say the Buccaneers just because they're, they're kind of on a roll right now. They, they really had to – they're a lot like the Bills. They've had to win a lot of games here to get to where they are. They have done it. Baker Mayfield's playing well. Their offense is playing well. And um, I think that the Lions just can be a bit inconsistent. So uh, I would say the Buccaneers for that. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I, I like Houston with the points, but I don't know that I, I want to I pick them to win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I would pick Tampa to win. I, I'm, I'm always dogging the Lions. I, you know, it's reputation, I guess, and that's stupid. Because uh, what they've done in the past has nothing to do with what they're going to do um, on on Sunday afternoon. But I I I I've always kind of been a Baker. Not always. Since he played hurt in Cleveland and really cost himself his career in Cleveland by doing so, and then just had had what happens uh, happen to him when you do that. He's sort of bounced mm-hmm. around and been a bit of a vagabond here. And I I like him there. I like their passing game. Um, and I, I, I think I like Tampa to pull an upset there. Detroit's pass defense can be had. And Tampa's skill guys are good. Mm-hmm. Veterans. Interesting game. All four games are so interesting. So much love around the Packers after their performance in Dallas. I don't know, though. No. I mean, the, I don't, the closest like I can get is, yeah. is this Aaron Jones stretch run point that I keep seeing. But... Um, <laughs> I mean, San Francisco off a bye. We, we we get this test every year 
just remember your history, know your history, and be careful betting against the teams off the bye, which nowadays is just one on each side because historically those teams have, have rolled. But it is nine and a half, ten points each. Here is the uh, trivia question I prepared for you guys. So, Sal okay. mentioned, not only does Kyrie Elam have an interception of Patrick Mahomes, he has two in the playoffs. Yep. And only four Bills have more. Hmm. In the playoffs all time? Yes. All right. So three Henry or more Jones interceptions. One. I don't believe That's any other active – I don't believe any other – I'll stop talking after this, I promise. After, I don't believe any other current Bill has as many as two other than Elam. Okay. 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 Henry Jones so that's is good. my first guess. Do you want to rotate? Do you want to just guess? What do you want to do? Sure. I, I say Henry Jones. Okay. Um, I will say Nate Odoms. You guys give me four names, and I'll tell you how you did, just because we're all on different wavelengths here. Okay. Uh, I'll say... Mm. Mark Kelso. Hmm. Oh, I know, right? I mean, it's got to be. Um, let's see. Not active. Have to go back. I and mean, we're all thinking 90s. Is there anybody in the 80s that would be on this? Bill Simpson you know I mean? had like, that big interception st- against Bill, the Jets. He had the big interception. Did Steve Freeman have anything? Um, yeah, but that's it. I mean, would Simpson have three of them? No, really, no. Um, I don't know how many, how long he was there. How long did, how long was Charlie Rome's? Did he play in the eighties, early eighties for playoffs? No. Charlie Rome's had a touchdown on a fumble return off the yes. opening kickoff in that playoff that. game at the Jets. But here's yep. your answer: He does not have two playoff interceptions. Simpson, who had two in that game. And oh. one in the game they lost in San Diego the year before has three. Wow. So does okay. Kirby Jackson. Kirby Jackson wow. may have had one in the Super Bowl against Washington that was reviewed. That's what I'm remembering. Anyway, Kelso has four, and Odoms has five. Wow, that's the, no Henry. That's wow the Henry Jones isn't on the list? Dang. Henry Jones had two, as does Kyer Elam. Playoff picks. Daryl Talley okay. has two. J.D. Williams, Leonard Smith. Clifford Hicks, Butch Bird from the AFL days, and Ray Bentley. Hmm. There you go. Hell that's a that is a that's a list right there. <laughs> that is a list. Yeah. It took us an extra minute. Sal, sorry for keeping you up so late. It's Appreciate uh, your time on the roundtable. Have a great uh, have a great Sunday. All right, guys. You too. Have a great weekend. There you go, Sal Capaccio uh, on the Western Hotline for the roundtable. His appearance is brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Picks are next and more on Sunday's incredible game, Chiefs at Bills. Join us if you want. We'll make time, 803-0550. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog Football Friday continues on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 